What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. I almost forgot to say my name. You almost forgot your own name. Almost. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're coming back at, uh, back to you with uh, week four of our movies that make you wet. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can tell, my brain is not working tonight. Jumbling all my words, forgetting my name. Yep. Uh, but yeah, this movie that we're talking about tonight is Anaconda from 1997. Yeah. Uh, one of those like action horror movies that came out in the mid to late 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already saw your letterboxed ranking by mistake. So <laughs> I am I excited. I also saw yours. So I am very excited to talk about this movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, did you watch this movie whenever it first came out? Like, you're probably... I don't know if... They, I don't think it was one that first came out, but mm-hmm. definitely watched it. I don't... Not, I wouldn't say a lot, but quite a few times, like, yeah. in my teen years. And I don't know the last time I watched this was because I forgot about a certain actor that was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the only part I remember from the movie was like the ending, really. Yeah. Okay. So I'm in the same boat. Like I watched yeah. this a lot whenever I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have been eight whenever it first came out. So I mean, I may have watched it like in the first year <clears> or two <throat> it was released, but I don't really remember. But yeah, I mean, this was this was an often watch for me. Like yeah. this and like Deep Blue Sea. Like I used to love those creature feature 90s movies. Mm-hmm. Just like full of all the cheese. Yeah. But yeah, same with me. Like it, it's probably been fucking, I'd say at least 15 years since I've watched it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it kind of fit perfectly with what we were doing this month. So mm-hmm. here we are. Yep. But uh, before we talk about the movie too much... <clears throat> Dive into booze and news. What are you drinking tonight? Or are you drinking tonight? I am drinking tonight. Okay. Uh, tonight I am drinking um, Perth Brewery Last Duel Lotter. Nice. I like that one. I got my basic bitch on and I'm drinking a mango and lime summers bee. Nice. I also I t- have some uh Mott's Clamato cans in the in the fridge as well. Nice. Fuck, it's only Tuesday, man. Don't get too drunk. No, oh, no. I'm a heavyweight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what have you been watching this week? Uh, this week watched a few things. Um, let me see her. Uh, so um, another movie of yours that I've had for like oh, ten years. Doctor Giggles. Uh, yes. I watched Doctor Giggles. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man. man, that is uh, that was quite the movie. Um, fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, the kills are ridiculous. Um. I don't know, man. Definitely, I'd probably watch it again. Uh, mm. Just hilarious. The like lines that he says in this are 
so funny and oh man yeah his laugh is so creepy too mm-hmm. yeah uh, I can't wait to get these movies back from you because <clears throat> I definitely want to watch them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then randomly uh, throw in Men in Black. Nice. Uh, Bettina had never seen it, so. What? Yeah, I know. I know. Good Lord. Um, so we watched this and uh, it's a great movie. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then randomly just throw in Despicable Me. Nice. Because uh, I think I want to kind of go through the. The movies and then watch the main Indian movies. Mm. Um, so yeah, get through that eventually. Cool. Uh, I watched Mission Impossible 2. Uh, that was a first watch for me. Really? And I thoroughly enjoyed it uh, quite a bit, actually. Okay. So yeah. So, like, have you watched the other sequels and just like skipped this one, or have you not seen any of the sequels? Well, I've seen the newer ones, obviously. Like, okay. The only ones I hadn't seen was Mission Impossible 2 and 3. Oh, okay. Because I think 4 is like Ghost Protocol or what one mm-hmm. of like the newer ones. Yeah, Ghost Protocol. There was one that just came out like a couple of years ago. I can't remember what it was called. That was Fallout. Right, yeah, yeah. And then there's... Yeah, there anyway. Yeah. Yeah, 2 and 3 I, I've never seen before. So <laughs> um, I heard 3 is kind of like the the worst in the franchise mm-hmm. from what I've heard. Uh, then randomly watch Bruce Almighty. Uh, classic. Could watch that anytime. Yeah, it's a good so, movie. Yeah. That's it. Nice. Did oh, a l- little bit of a short turnaround this week. Like we recorded what last Thursday, I think, or yeah, yeah Thursday. Mm-hmm. And tonight's only Tuesday. So yeah. We didn't give ourselves a whole lot of time. Plus, the playoffs are on right now, so they are. Yes, watching that. Um, for me, I finally watched Cocaine Bear. Nice. Uh, had a great time with it. It's just not necessarily a great movie. It's, yeah, that's what I, I mean, heard. Yeah, like it's super fun, but mm-hmm. in terms of like how good it is, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying <laughs> to say. Um. <laughs> Sarah and I watched 80 for Brady. Nice. Uh, it's super cheesy. I mean, it was like, I don't know, four cute old ladies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was funny. Yeah. But like I put in my review, like me being a Pats fan, the mm-hmm. best part of the movie was getting to relive the whole 28 and three game against the Falcons. Okay. Okay. Because that was the year that they went like that. These old women went to the Super Bowl. Because it's like based on a true story, kind of, right? Yeah, I think very loosely based on a true yeah, story, judging yeah. by like what they did in the movie. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, because this is on Paramount Plus now, I think, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Because I saw it in there, I was gonna watch it, but I was like, yeah, I'll wait. It's fun enough. Like if you don't have anything to watch, like on a Saturday mm-hmm. or a Sunday, yeah, I don't know, toss it on. Uh, and then lastly, I watched The Innocence, which is one that two chicks have talked about frequently, mm-hmm. and I know that they thoroughly mm-hmm. enjoyed it, so I wanted to watch it. And I had a really good time with it. It's uh, It kind of reminded me of Chronicle. I don't know if you remember that movie. Like those teenagers. Find oh, yeah, this, the like... movie's fucking sick. Yeah. So it kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, like these kids get like these kind of superpowers and... Mm-hmm kind of use it for not good okay but yeah it was good i enjoyed it the child actors are very good in it it's a norwegian movie so oh, it's, okay cool it's all subtitled but 
And other than that, not a whole lot. Reading, continuing my Bob's Burgers watch nice. at nighttime. Yeah, I started the the Simpsons. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That'll be a long, yeah. long road. Well, I started season four because like I've watched seasons one to three like so much. So yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right. As for the news, um. I didn't look too much up today. I kind of had a busy day at work and then I got home and it was fucking chaos here, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Scream 6 is now streaming on Paramount Plus. So that's oh, exciting yes. for anyone who hasn't seen it or anyone who wants to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now you can watch it again at home. And just, I don't know, Evil Dead Rise came out on the weekend and it's fucking killing it at the box office. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't get a chance to go see this weekend. I'm very sad about that. I know mm-hmm. you didn't get to either. But... Yeah. And then also Bo is Afraid came out. Yeah, it's kind of. Which has kind of been like, oh man. Like I'm so intrigued in watching it because this is like one of the movies that's like so divided from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, Like apparently it's a lot funnier than people thought. And mm. I don't know, man. I'm interested in seeing well, I don't think Ari Aster really penned it as like a, a horror movie, did he? I don't think so. No. So maybe people are taken back by that because he did such a great job with Hereditary and Midsommar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I read someone's review on Letterboxd and they were saying something about how uh, these big production movies feel like they need to be three hours long and mm-hmm. they really don't. And it's really kind of like affecting the quality of the movie because it's just dragging on and it doesn't need to. Yeah. So it kind of made me a little worried to watch this. Like, I don't think I'm going to see it in theaters. No, or... me either. But um, I saw a clip. Uh, it was uh, Martin Scorsese actually like talking high praise about it in Ari Aster. Okay. And he kind of com- compared it to like back in the seventies, a bunch of him and his friends got a screening to go watch Barry Lyndon. Um, okay which i've never seen but uh Mm -hmm. he said like it's a three hour long movie and like people go at the theater and they were like just ripping it and stuff but now it's like penned is one of the best movies ever made Hmm. i wonder if this will have the same future then yeah well maybe i don't know (laughs) (laughs) all right cool what do we got for 4k's 4K uh, this week is kind of a <laughs> a very weird and obscure week. Obscure okay. week. I like. I like that. Um, a lot of movies I've never heard of. Uh, so the first one is Freeway Two: Confessions of a Trick Baby. Mm, don't know that. Uh, it has um, uh, what's her name? Something Leon. The girl from American Pie. Oh, Natasha. Natasha Leon. Yeah. Yeah. She's in it. Uh, it was like late 90s, I think. Um, okay. Primal Rage is getting a 4K release. Nice. I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. That just dropped on Shutter, actually. Oh, did it? Yeah. Shit, I'll have to check it out. Uh, the Man Who Fell to Earth. Getting oh. a Steelbook release. Is that Keanu? No, that's... Uh... Why can't I? Starchild. What's his name? The singer. Mm, oh, David Bowie. Yeah, David Bowie. I'm thinking of uh, 
the day the yeah. earth stood still. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Thinking of. Yeah. Uh, a movie called Action Mutant. Um, A C C I O N. And I'm gonna read you the the synopsis because it sounds hilarious. All right. uh, it's early 90s rated R movie, so the synopsis is In a future ruled by attractive people, mutant terrorists kidnap a rich man's daughter to claim rights for the ugly. Escape in place, the mutant leader crashes into a plant of crazy miners where no women live. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Might need to try and find this movie. Yeah. Um, and then we called Two Orphan Vampires. Never heard of it. No. Uh, a movie called The Shiver of the Vampires. Nope. Never heard of it. Uh, Triangle of Sadness, which I don't know if this is the one that came out last year or if this is, I think it's a remake, I think. Oh, okay. So this might be like the original, maybe. I don't know. Uh, and then lastly, Police Story 3, Super Cop. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how they like determine what movies are going to get a 4K. Like, how does that process work? I remember listening to films at home episode the one episode i listened to and like he said sometimes if like someone in the studio like wants it like a 4k release then yeah. like sometimes that that happens okay but also if like people buy lots of like the vhs's or dvds and like at, like ask for it like want it then mm. it gets the release who's asking for a shiver of the vampire 4k release i don't know <laughs> i don't know maybe Let's there's a big cult uh, following okay so on imdb it's le frison des vampires so it's uh yeah has like a 5.6 so i jesus i don't know hmm. weird could be a cult classic yeah yeah never know never know yep but uh that's it cool so like one or two movies we knew yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> all right let's cue that theme music and dive on in in the intro this week we're talking about anaconda from 1997 starting off the synopsis um this is in quotation so a national geographic film crew is taken hostage by an insane hunter who forces them along on his quest to capture the world's largest and deadliest snake are they actually with natural geographic do they say that in the movie i don't think so Maybe it's like a... I think it's like yeah. a wild documentary, people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, he doesn't really force them to go. He just kind of tricks them. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like, hey, I'll be your guide. Mm -hmm. And then once we get halfway down the river, I'm going to tell you my true intentions. Yeah. Uh, this movie is directed by Luis Losa, who did The Specialist which I remember watching whenever I was much too young to watch it. It was a Sylvester Stallone movie. 
Oh, okay. Um, yeah, there's like a pretty steamy sex scene right at the beginning of this movie. Hmm. All right. Um, he did Sniper, uh, Crime Zone, and Fire on the Amazon. So a lot of like 90s action movies. <clears throat> uh, as for the cast list, we have John. Is this John Voigt or is it Vout? John Vout? John I've always heard Voigt. Voigt? John Voigt? Yeah. Okay. Um, he's Angelina Jolie's father. Oh, yeah. Which is cool. Forgot about that. Um, he plays Paul Cerrone. Uh, he mm-hmm. is in Ray Donovan, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Transformers, Glory Road, Holes, and a whole slew of other movies. Very well-known actor. Uh, next up, I have Jennifer Lopez, who plays Terry Flores. Um, I mean, everybody knows who she is, but she starred in Enough, um, Hustlers, Made in Manhattan, Marry Me, and The Boy Next Door. Mm-hmm. And that other stupid movie that came out last year, too, at the same time as Marry Me. can't remember what it was called. But I don't know. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. Uh, next up, I have Ice Cube, who played Danny Rich. Uh, mm-hmm. He's in Friday, Ride Along, Boys in the Hood, Fist Fight, 21 Jump Street, 22 Jump Street as well. Um, I love him, man, as an actor. Yeah, I like I think, him, too. I think he's fucking great. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, I have Eric Stoltz, who plays Dr. Stephen Kale. Um, he was in Mask, The Butterfly Effect, Pulp Fiction, Jerry Maguire, and The Fly Part 2. Hmm. And the entire cast list mm-hmm. deserves an honorable mention. Like, everybody that's in this movie, it's not a huge cast list, no. but everybody that's in this movie is a pretty popular person. Yeah. Um. I know you have an honorable mention, at least one. Uh, like four, but yeah. Yeah. We both forgot that Owen Wilson was in this movie. Yes, I was very shocked when I saw Owen Wilson, <laughs> uh, his name come up at the start of the movie. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's a stoner in this movie, too. It's funny. Yeah, I wonder, like, I just want to see, like, what his this was like one of his first movies or like what it's got to be early in his career you would think i forgot he was in cable guy i haven't seen that movie in so long yeah me either i don't even like remember seeing his face in that movie yeah uh, cable guy anaconda then armageddon forgot he was in armageddon too holy shit yeah Yeah. um shane high noon fucking love those movies (laughs) meet the parents yeah yeah so anaconda was like his second role uh his first movie was a movie called bottle rocket but i think okay. he just like kind of played to played himself mm-hmm. but uh yeah crazy mm-hmm. very early in his career yeah all right who else do you got uh jonathan hyde Hmm. who played uh westbridge, westbridge um, yeah. recognized him from uh jumanji obviously yeah. uh he was in like the mummy uh titanic he's he's very recognizable yeah um and then two others i don't know if you had well i had the same ones uh danny trejo yep and i put frank welker yeah because i was i saw that i was like because his 
past list, like his name is Anaconda. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't understand. Like, well, like at the end of the movie, like whenever they're fighting the Anaconda or like whenever they catch it, it's like making those weird ass noises. So he was oh. the one making those noises. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll get into Danny Trejo's character right at the start. <laughs> so. Yeah, but Frank Wilker, he's a very well-known voice actor. Like mm-hmm. he's been in the Transformers movies, uh, Mortal Kombat, Scooby-Doo, Curious George, SpongeBob, Looney Tunes. Like he's just very long list of movies yeah. and shows that he's done. Mm-hmm. I have one more honorable mention. Okay. Jennifer Lopez's pokey nipples. <laughs> <laughs> It was cold, man. Man, at the start of this movie, I was like, oh, shit. Hello. You would notice that. You're goddamn right. It's Jennifer Lopez, man. In her prime. Was this her first movie? That's a good question. Could have been. Her resume is like stupid long, though, because IMDb lists all their music videos and shit, too. So you just pick actor or actress. Yeah, but it's in there too. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I'm down at soundtrack now. Shit, I went way too far. Oh, I didn't know she was in In Living Color. Oh, she was one of the dancers. That makes sense. That's how she got her big break. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I guess this would have been like she was in TV shows. Oh, yeah. Remember the movie Jack? Yes. Oh, yeah. She was the teacher. Oh, man. I love that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was in Selena. That came out the same year as Anaconda. Ants. Brought she was in that. I love Ants. Yeah. Yeah. So she did. So she did Selena, Anaconda, U Turn, all in 1997. And she did Ed of Sight in 98, Ants in 98. And then she did The Cell, which is one of your favorite movies. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I need to rewatch that. Yeah, you should. But uh, yeah, that's all I got for a cast list. Um, Before we talk about the movie, Mm -hmm. can I debunk some shit about, uh, about this movie? Yeah. Okay, so I have the opening kind of dialogue. Like, there's no speaking, but it's like on-screen dialogue. Mm-hmm. So, tales of monstrous man-eating anacondas have been recounted for centuries by tribespeople of the Amazon basin, some of whom are said to worship these giant snakes. Anacondas are among the most ferocious and enormous creatures on Earth, growing in certain cases as long as 40 feet Unique among snakes, they are not satisfied after eating a victim. They will regurgitate their prey in order to kill and eat again. Pretty much every line in that is false. Yeah, I was going to bring this up too. Yeah. Were you okay? Yeah, because like, um, I don't know if you watch Joe Rogan, listen to Joe Rogan, but <clears throat> he has a guy in there every now and then named Forrest Gallant. <laughs> yeah. That's how you say his name. And anacondas are like... They, they will not they don't go out like hunting mm-hmm. for food yeah and they like 
eats like once a year maybe yeah and like they don't um, attack humans very often like it's very rare no no like they yeah like when they're hungry they don't go out look for food they just kind of wait there and then mm-hmm. you know they don't like pounce and like i don't know like yeah it's definitely not how anacondas are really and they're but, they're water snakes like generally like they're very yeah. slow on land yeah all their speed comes in the water yeah yeah so but they can't down, get that big though well i wrote down some stats because this guy forrest galant he said he they were in like some part of the amazon and there was one part they got to where it was like this like giant like round like kind of swamp thing mm-hmm. and it was at nighttime and like the people there were like scared to go in there because like no one ever has been in there so they don't know how big these fucking snakes can be mm-hmm. and like he said like the one snake that they like saw like was insanely big yeah like maybe 40 feet is like exaggerating a bit because that's fucking big well, yeah i have stats okay i was bored it. at work yesterday so i looked up a whole bunch of anaconda stats mm-hmm um, the average length in females, because females are larger than the males. So the average length is 20 feet. Yeah. The largest ever recorded was 33 feet That's long. Crazy. 33 feet long, three feet across at mm-hmm. its widest section, and 880 pounds. Uh, um, anacondas are often thought to be the biggest snakes in the world they are the biggest but they're not the longest Mm. so the they're the second longest the first longest is the reticulated python Mm. so they can grow longer than an average anaconda but the anaconda is like it's bigger like it's rounder yeah um and they don't actually regurgitate their meals um unless they're under attack or like yeah, if they feel threatened. Yeah, that's with all snakes. Yeah. Yeah. So like in this opening line where it says, oh yeah, they'll regurgitate their food just to hunt again. No, that's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're they're constrictors, right? So by the mm-hmm. time they swallow the food, it's dead already. Yeah. Yeah. So like what's the point of them regurgitating and just eat it again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, once that opening line came up, I was just like, oh, that sounds so bullshit like yeah i need to look yeah. this stuff up well they need to make it like scary right like sounds scary <laughs> yeah i get that yeah but yeah um but it's like crazy like i'm sure like that's just like what's recorded right like mm-hmm. there's so much out there that we haven't discovered yet or yeah been able to even get to like there's some places you can't even get to like yeah by car by walking mm-hmm. really anything so yeah well and that one that they recorded too like It's really unfortunate because it was in Brazil, I think. Mm -hmm. And it was at a construction site and they like were digging and they Mm -hmm. think that one of the construction like machinery fucking killed it while they were doing it. So whenever they found it, it was dead. Yeah. Which is kind of unfortunate because it's like that's the biggest Mm -hmm. one ever recorded and it died by human error. Yeah. Yeah. Shitty. Well, I think that that forest guy was saying that there's only been like one recorded death like human death by anaconda mm. and like he said it was probably just some guy drunk going swimming in the in the swamp yeah and then just unfortunately got too close to it or something yeah could you imagine man you're just you're swimming in this water and you come face to face with one of these things 
Like just <laughs> fucking, Fuck it's that. just sitting there staring at you. Oh my God, man. Yeah. I think I'd rather be face to face with a shark, to be honest. So you wouldn't do that uh, jackass stunt in Jackass 3 where Dunn, Knoxville, and Weeman are in the ball pit with uh, anacondas? Uh, no, I wouldn't do that <laughs> at all. At all. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't mind big snakes. Mm-hmm. Like, I would prefer to hold, like, a bigger, like, a python or something like that. Yeah. As opposed to, like, a smaller one. Mm-hmm. Just because they're slow and, I don't know, they're... Yeah cool but like yeah coming face to face with one of these things in the wild dude i don't i'd be shitting yeah yeah Yeah, i used to have a snake too did you yep yeah like a little corn snake or something yeah yeah and then my friend he had a ball python and like Mm. the ball pythons were sick man like they are they're like not scary at all they'll like curl around your neck and just Mm -hmm. you know cuddle and yeah 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 they're super docile yeah but yeah (laughs) But uh, yeah, so let's get into this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so opening scene, we see a very young and very skinny Danny Trejo. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like shorter hair. Shorter hair is like the poacher. Mm-hmm. So basically, you don't see the snake at this part, but he's on the boat. The boat crashes, and he's like climbing up the the mast and. Then you see like the camera kind of like zoom in like around like in front of his face, and it's supposed to be like the snake, and then he like shoots himself in the head. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of how it starts. And then we meet our film crew who are getting ready to uh go on their trip to shoot some footage because uh Terry is like the director, um, mm-hmm. and she has her crew there. Uh Dr. Kale, I'm not he's like a professor on like tribes and stuff like that yeah and he's also dating terry mm-hmm. uh then you have danny uh, rich danny is uh ice cube he's like the cameraman uh warren i didn't know exactly what warren is he's kind of like this british mm-hmm. like in guy like comes in it's like oh here take my bags to my room and you know yeah like he's kind of annoying mm-hmm uh, you got Gary, who's Owen Wilson. He's like the the sound guy, and then Denise, uh, she's production manager. I think she says. Was that what she was? Okay, I, I wasn't sure. So. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, they're going on on the Amazon River, and then they got the uh, what's his name? Um, Paul Cerrone. No, he's not there yet. Who's hmm. the, the guy that's driving the boat? Oh, why? Uh, I wrote his name down somewhere. It's a weird name. Uh, Mateo. Mateo, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Not weird, but... I mean, I've never maybe, heard it before. We might have Mateos that listen, so... Okay, well, all right. You never dead. know. You never know. Uh, so, yeah, they're going down the Amazon River in Brazil, uh, trying to get uh, some footage and stuff like that. Um, eventually, they come across uh, a, a boat that's, like, in the... F- crashed in the forest, kind of, and it's Paul who's stuck there. Mm-hmm. and i think he was like with denny trejo i think mm-hmm. is what it kind of says later on yeah. so somehow he made it back to there and then his boat crashed um and they pick him up and he like tells them which way to go and stuff like that and uh yeah so they're kind of making their way down down the river don't him and mateo know each other too i don't think they 
tell them at first that they know each other. Because mm-hmm. later when they get to the boat, you see the picture of Yeah, that's right. Of them together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's him, both <clears throat> those two, and then Danny Trejo's character. And I gotta say, I don't know what the fuck John Boy was doing in this movie. <laughs> His accent he had, I was like, "Oh, uh, it's terrible, dude!" Like, man, like he's—I'm pretty sure he's like Oscar nominated. Yeah, he is. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know why they had to make him be from Paraguay. Like, <laughs> just leave him who he is. Like, mm-hmm. he already has an accent, doesn't he? I don't think so. Does he not? He's American. hmm. I've definitely seen him in movies where he's done like a British accent or something like that. And like that would work fine. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, his accent was bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I did not like his character at all. I liked his character. Like he played a villain really good, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Personally. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're like going down this river. They see like a, a statue with like a anaconda, like biting someone's head. And then, um, Dr. Kale is like knows about this statue. It's like the people, the mist, uh, mm. uh, Shiri Shama is what Paul calls it. And then Dr. Kale calls it like some other tribe. And they're kind of mm. like, big up in each other like oh i know more than you kind of thing yeah it's a big pissing match yeah yeah but yeah like paul's trying to say that kale is wrong meanwhile Mm -hmm. kale is the professor on these tribesmen yeah so it's just like i don't know you're -hmm. fighting a losing battle at that point yeah exactly uh and we do kind of get like a bit of a teaser with the anaconda and stuff like in this movie Mm-hmm. Um, it's like at nighttime and uh there's like a jaguar that's like in the dark and then all of a sudden it gets attacked by the incontinence like mm-hmm. that would never happen <laughs> <laughs> pops its eyeball out yeah yeah uh so yeah now uh who is it uh gary and denise they're like together they go to forest to get some like wildlife sounds and this movie was or like kind of filmed like a slasher yeah a little bit like mm-hmm. i had that kind of feeling mm-hmm. especially with them like you know sneaking off to have sex and then like the camera like sneaking out behind them like the snake like it was very like slasher mm-hmm. i think the camera work was good in this movie yeah i thought it was okay for certain scenes like whenever it's trying to track like or follow the snake like even at the beginning with Danny Trejo's uh, character yeah I feel like they did a good job with that yeah and then you see like the camera like rushing towards them and it's uh a boar and then you see like Paul come out with the gun and he's just like a gunshot and like mm-hmm. he's carrying the boar like on the boat and <laughs> he's like all right Mateo cut it up we got dinner for a week or whatever and then Danny's <laughs> like we gonna eat that <laughs> just a pig man yeah yeah uh and this the next day um the rope gets caught into the propeller Mm -hmm. and this scene pissed me off okay uh so kale decides to go down scuba diving Mm -hmm. to cut the thing then all of a sudden he starts like choking and stuff like that 
and you're like, what the fuck happened? They pull him up and they pull a wasp out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. And first of all, how the fuck does it get in his mouth when he had the fucking thing in his mouth? From a snorkel. Did he, he have, have a snorkel? A snork- he didn't have a snorkel. No, he had the canister and the, the thing in his mouth. Gee, mm. I thought he had a snorkel. No, because he had like the gas, the uh, he, the sea. He did the, have the, the okay. The canister, this is not CO two. No, that would O2? kill him. Yeah, O two. <laughs> yeah, the oxygen. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, the oxygen tank, like the the thing on his mouth, so he can breathe. Mm. He was like scuba diving. Um, but then they pull him up, and he's like, they pull it out, and then I think Mateo, the like, oh, what's that? Like he's not breathing. Mateo is like, oh, that's a wasp, like deadly poisonous. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, he got poisoned. And then all of a sudden, fucking Paul comes up, gives a fucking tracheotomy and a trach tracheotomy. There you go. Uh and I'm like, what the fuck? And he starts like breathing again. So it's like, did it like stain him in the throat? I'm guessing. So it like swelled up, and that's why he couldn't breathe. That's what I was guessing or assuming. Yeah. But I mean, if it like how poisonous are these things? Because I know like some of the like those African fucking African fighting wasps or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like one sting from those and you're dead. Yeah. That's what it sounded like Mateo was saying. Like they're deadly, deadly mm-hmm. poisonous. So and this is a big ass wasp, man. Like mm. hold your thumb up and that's about the size of this wasp. Yeah. That's yeah, big. Very big. Mm. Uh, so now they get up to like a, a wall that's like blocking their way. And kind of Paul is like pretending to help them a bit. Like he's, you know, seeming concerned about uh, Dr. Kale mm. and like, oh, we have to go this way to get to the nearest hospital. And like already Danny is like kind of like, I don't know if I trust this guy. And, you know, um, Terry, like, none of them really know what the fuck they're doing, really. They have mm-hmm. a map, but they don't really know. Well, yeah, and Paul pulls out this dynamite, and uh, Terry, who's played by Jennifer Lopez, she's like, we're not blowing up this this wall. It's going to throw off the whole, like, ecosystem and all this shit. And yeah. he's like, well, we can either do this, or we can turn around and waste two days going a different direction. Yeah. And then finally she agrees to it, but... And he even tells her, like, oh, they're keeping something in. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, then why the fuck are we going down here? Yeah, fuck that. Like, you uh, don't know what's on that river, man. Like, uh, fuck yeah. that. Um, This scene was kind of funny because, like, they blow up the wall and all of a sudden all these hundreds of snakes, like, fall onto the boat. <laughs> and I guess, like, filming got delayed a bunch of times because people on the boat were, like, like, the actors were, like, deadly terrified of snakes. Shit, really? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Like some of the reactions, you can probably tell, like were like probably legit. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like, who signs up for a snake movie if you're deadly, deathly afraid of snakes? Okay, they didn't know there's gonna be real snakes. Mm, that's true. Maybe. Yeah. Imagine that to show up for filming one morning. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, guys, we're gonna blow up this wall, and there's gonna be like a hundred real snakes raining yeah. from the sky on you. Yeah, yeah. And then like. uh uh, Warren gets this little baby snake on his finger. And yeah. It's like just biting him. And yeah, that's fucking funny. It's kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then they find the poacher's boat um, crashed and they'll go there. They're mm-hmm. kind of searching it. And then they see uh, the picture with 
Paul and uh, Mateo and then the Danny Trails character. And Paul finds this like uh, I don't know, case that has, I don't know exactly what hat had in it. He called it treasure, but was I don't really know what it was. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, anyway, he like gets Danny to carry it back to the boat and they're on the way back. And then uh, Mateo is on the boat still and he falls into the boat, into the water. And then this is where we get the first full look of the anaconda mm-hmm. and some very high highs and some very low lows. <laughs> oh, shit. You have like the total opposites here. Mm-hmm. Uh, great animatronics. Yeah. Terrible, terrible CGI. Yeah. Like laughable. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's bad. What do you think um, of uh, Mateo's death? I don't know, man. Like, I still have so much fun with this movie. And, like, the snake is shitty. I get it. But, like, some of these scenes are so fucking cool, man. Like, the way that the snake moves and, like, because it's a constrictor, right? So it fucking wraps itself around them. But, like, mm. multiple times throughout this movie, the snake, like, whips its, like, bottom half, like, let's just yeah. say, just fucking whips it around and fucking spins it. And I just think, I know it's super shitty CGI and it doesn't hold up now, but it just, no. I don't know, it looked cool. And then when it, like, wraps around and then, like, bites his head and then yeah. just twists his head to break his yeah, neck. Yeah, it breaks his like, neck, yeah. Like, Snake wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, but it's cool to see. I know, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying, yeah. It's cool. But, um, One question I did have, though, is they found the boat after they blew up this wall, right? Yes. So how yeah. did the boat get there? I don't know. Yeah, there must have been another way around, maybe, or something. Maybe. I don't know, yeah. Where did, like, they build the wall after they put the boat through? Any sense. I know, it wouldn't, but how the fuck did this boat get through? That's true. I never thought of that, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to have all the answers. I do not. I'm sorry. Fail. Uh yeah, so Danny goes back to try and find Mateo. And like, I love that when they get to the boat and they're like concerned. Mm-hmm. Danny's like, I'm going to go find Mateo. And then he's like, Paul, you coming? And he's like, eh, maybe next time. <laughs> and then like, Terry's just like, asshole. Like, yeah. Because like, Paul knows that he's dead probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then they get back to the boat and then Paul like, throws down and rolls this giant snake skin mm-hmm. and Danny's like the fuck is that and he's like oh, it's a snake and he's like snakes are that big and he's like well this is from three or four years ago so the snake's probably even bigger now yeah and uh yeah um then he I think what he got from the boat was a reptile tranquilizer I think mm-hmm. this is where oh, you yeah, kind of find right. out that he's uh he's after this giant ass snake because mm-hmm. it can it's gonna be worth a lot of money if it's he gets it alive and stuff like that yeah um and like they throw like a fishing line and then the snake like gets caught in the fishing line and like you get some really bad cgi again mm-hmm. and just chaos is happening on the boat the the snake ends up getting away and then uh denise and gary fall into the water mm-hmm. and um Denise gets up on the boat, but our poor guy, Gary, he uh, he didn't make it. He don't make it. No. 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 
apparently during the uh the trailer for this movie mm-hmm. i guess the cgi wasn't done yet oh i did see that yeah so at this scene whenever paul's getting like dragged into the water like it was just him falling backwards because the snake wasn't wrapped around him in the trailer yeah yeah and also read that for every i think five seconds or was it like 10 seconds something like that no it was every second okay it was every second I was yeah like, yeah hundred thousand dollars in cgi yeah per that's second that's insane nuts man no wonder why these movies have such ridiculously large budgets yeah yeah like how how much is this snake on screen like let's just say mm-hmm. in the last half of the movie this snake probably has like Five to ten minutes of total screen time. Yeah. I don't know how much of it's CGI, mm-hmm. but you're looking at like fucking shit ton of money just to fucking make this snake. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I love the scene too after Gary gets eaten. Cause we see oh, this. It's so bad. It is so bad, but it's fucking hilarious. So you see the snake swimming under the water, and you see the outline of Gary's like face and like full body outline inside the snake's belly. Oh my god, it's so bad. I'm pretty sure he was still alive too. Like he was like hinting at it. Because mm. like when he gets dragged in, and then the snake like breaks his neck, but then like when he's pulling him under, like he's like still like groaning and like kind of. Mm-hmm still alive but yeah yeah that was fucking so bad but funny that's one scene that i fully remember from when i did I not younger. remember that scene at all uh yeah and uh and then i think do they get to the waterfall and then does denise die or is denise die right after this no they get to the waterfall yeah because she loses it on paul yeah saying that's his fault and like yeah he knew that the snakes were there yeah. Yeah. I don't remember how she dies though. Yeah, I forget too. You just watched it. <laughs> I, I know, man. <laughs> Before we started this recording. How did she die? Are you looking it up? Hmm. Yeah, maybe I will. Does Paul kill her? No. Oh yeah, he did. He breaks her neck with his legs. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because they have him tied up to the pole. Yes. Uh, sorry, I was just on IMDb and I just saw this. So I'm going to bring it up now. Um, the budget for this movie was $45 million. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. How much did it make? Want to take a guess? Uh, the kid didn't make money? Yes. Uh, okay, judging by your reaction there. Let's say $400 million. No, no, not that much. No. Not that much? 200 you're kind of close 137 million okay so yeah so pretty much tripled its money yeah damn um oh that was worldwide too so i mean but still a success though Mm -hmm. yeah uh anyway yeah so they they tie paul up um because like he's pretty much gone batshit crazy now like he's like full villain mode right now Mm -hmm. uh so they get there, they tie him up. Um, and then what is Warren doing? Because he's up in like behind the waterfall. Is he trying to, f- are they trying to find a way out of there? No, he's running away. Oh, okay. Okay. Because the snake came back. Right. So he's running away from the snake. 
I loved his death, even though he was oh, like dude. Not, not realistic at all. No, but it looks so cool. This is one of the fucking scenes that I was talking about. Like, yeah, this shit is so cool. Yeah, want to go ahead and. Oh, yeah, so he climbs up this waterfall, the side of this waterfall, and then he hides in behind the water. Uh And then it's kind of like that scene from Jurassic Park where they're hiding behind the water. Yeah. And you just see the silhouette of the snake come out, and then it turns its head, and it's in the waterfall with him, and he freaks out and jumps off the waterfall. But then it the camera changes, and you're looking up the waterfall, and you see that the snake has itself coiled around this tree. <laughs> yeah. And then as he jumps down, the snake fucking shoots its face down and comes up and underneath him and catches yeah. him in midair. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking cool, man. I know yeah. it's terrible, but it's so cool. Yeah. That kill uh, got me so hyped. <laughs> Jack, that's so quick, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was uh, a funny kill too. Um, so they're on the boat, uh, and then Danny falls in the water, and then he gets wrapped up by the snake. Mm-hmm. And then Terry grabs the the sniper and shoots the snake in the head like four times. Mm-hmm. Assumably, I think kills it because it's a different snake at the end of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's two. Of yeah, them. it is. Yeah, okay, yeah. Cause she, cause Cerrone says to her, like, "You killed my warrior snake." Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think one was a male and one was a female. Must have been, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, she, they she saved Danny, but I assume that like the snake would like kill him in like two seconds. Yeah, it probably right? wouldn't take very long. But anyway, uh, so he gets up on the boat and then gets in a fight with Paul and uh, and Terry. And meanwhile, Dr. Kale is still like kind of recovering in the bed. <laughs> yeah. And then um, this Kale, Kale stabs Paul, right? Mm-hmm. With the tranquilizer. Yeah. It's him that does it. Yeah. Yeah. Stabs him in the back. And then Paul falls in the water. You assume that he's dead. But uh, spoiler alert, Paul comes he's, back. He's not. He's <laughs> still alive. Um. He ends up tying up Terry and Danny. And then are they on the boat at this part? Yeah, when he ties them up, yeah. Yeah. And then like Wait. splashes. Or are they in the building? No, they're in the building. Yeah, because he splashes the monkey blood on them. Yes. Yeah. So they get in the building and then he ties them up and he splashes the blood on them. And then um he like goes and like scurries away, hides, and then you see the snake come in. And then he like pulls a net, captures the snake and them inside the net, obviously with the snake. Mm-hmm. And then the snake like has them coiled, but then the snake ends up escaping or like the the thing holding the net like breaks, I think, mm-hmm. from the weight. Uh, and then so they get out and then you see Paul come down and then he's like trying to climb up away from the snake and you see the snake just like climb up and like coil around him in the ladder like they mm-hmm. fall down and then uh another really bad cgi part but it was <laughs> kind of awesome at the same time you see the snake eating paul mm-hmm. and it's kind of funny <laughs> <laughs> so it just looks so ridiculous yeah and then it swallows him and then 
like all regular anacondas, like I said at the beginning of the movie, it regurgitates them and he's covered in this like disgusting shit. Yeah, it was nasty. <laughs> it was nasty. <clears throat> um and then does does Paul Dalt die from that? Uh he does die, yeah. 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 Like he's just dead. Like they re- he regurgitates him and he's dead. I think so. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. After devouring, he got spat out and he died immediately after. Oh yeah. Because he was already like constricted, right? Yeah. So yeah, he was probably dead before the snake even spit him out. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they're trying to get out of there, and uh, Terry's like climbing up this like uh, smokestack. Mm-hmm. And then Danny comes out of nowhere and like shoves a pickaxe like through the snake's like tail, like pinning mm-hmm. it. And then I don't know what their plan was exactly, but she's like carrying like a like a fire hose kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then he like lets it on fire, but she can't get it like open, so she gets out. And then uh, the snake, she's hanging off the side, and like he lights the hose on fire, it, like causes like big explosion. Um, and she falls in the water and then like the snake is on fire in the water and like still alive. Mm-hmm. And like they think it's dead, it's on fire and stuff like that. Then like out of nowhere, the snake pops out of the <laughs> the deck and One then Danny jumps just, Yeah. Then Danny kills it with the axe to the head. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Then they go and see Dr. Kale, who's still alive, and then as they're out in the boat putting gas in it they see the the shiri musha or whatever the tribe yeah that uh they were looking for mm-hmm. and they sail off into the sunset do you think they died do you think the tribesmen killed them <laughs> yeah like uh so that's a cannibal movie cannibal did. holocaust yeah you killed our snake have you watched any of the sequels yeah, I watched Blood Orchid, or, uh, Blood Orchid mm-hmm. whenever it first came out. Yeah, same with me. That was the only one that I watched, so. Don't really remember it that much. Me either, but there's one scene that I feel like I remember is from that movie. There's like okay. this big snake pit, and there's like a whole bunch of oh, anacondas. Oh, I in do remember pit. that. Yeah. 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 But yeah, there's like four of them, I think. Four or five. I mean, there's a couple TV movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's Lake Placid versus Anaconda. Oh yeah, which I thought was funny because they're just naming this crocodile Lake Placid now. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, anything else you want to mention or bring up? I don't think so. I don't think so. Alrighty, well, that's how the blood splatters. Yes, sir. All right, how'd you rate this movie? Uh, all right. So for my story, I gave it a three out of 10. Uh, not much to the story at all. You don't really get too much character background. You do a little bit. Um, and like they basically made up everything about Anacondas to make it make them mm-hmm. seem like villains, mm-hmm. which it's like, OK, like snakes on a plane is more believable than this movie. <laughs> uh yeah i didn't really like any of the characters that much from it like it was pretty much owen wilson and j-lo and ice cubes like one of their 
like the start of their careers, right? And mm-hmm. John Voigt, I guess, I don't know, just probably did it for a paycheck, honestly. So uh, yeah, probably at yeah. that point, yeah. Yeah. So story, uh did I say four to ten? I forget. Three. I think three to ten. Mm-hmm. Uh quality, I'll go with a five out of ten. Okay. Uh mainly only for the animatronics. Like I thought the animatronics look great. Mm-hmm. I did read in the IMDB that like at one point the animatronics shorted out. Mm-hmm. So at one point the snake went crazy and they like, left it in the movie, I guess, but I didn't really <laughs> notice that what scene they were talking about during that. I'm wondering if it's whenever they catch it with the uh like the fishing line. Oh, maybe. Because it does fucking spaz out at that point. It does, yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, the acting I thought was terrible. John Boyd I thought was awful. Uh, I like the fact that Danny and Terry both survive in the end because mm-hmm. um, you don't <clears throat> you don't really expect it that much. Yeah, and uh, the score was okay. The setting I thought was done really well. I know part of it was filmed in Brazil, so mm-hmm. nice. So yeah, three out of ten and five out of ten. Mm-hmm. So our ratings are very similar. Considering our letterbox really? scores differ. Okay. Uh, my story gave it a four to ten. Um, basically for all the reasons that you did, like and like it's I don't know, it, it's a film crew that's exploring the Amazon River, like looking for these snakes. I don't know, man. Like there's nothing special about it. There's nothing great. Yeah. The script is okay, mm-hmm. but like it's just a a cash grab movie, I think. Like uh-huh. late mid to late nineties fucking horror action yeah. movie. I don't even consider like is it even a horror movie? Thriller, Probably maybe. Not. But yeah, there's really nothing special about the story as a whole. Um quality I gave it a five out of ten as well as you. Okay. Um I said <clears> I know <throat> it's super shitty CGI, um, but honestly, some of these scenes are so fucking cool. And then I mentioned the whole waterfall kill. Uh, the acting and scenery were good. I know that John Voight's like accent was bad, mm-hmm. but him as a villain was really good. I thought he did a good job as a villain. Um, JLo, this is one of her first acting roles, so I mean, you can't expect too much from her. Ice Cube was fucking awesome. I think I yeah. loved his character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really liked Westridge, too. Yeah, okay. I enjoyed him. Um. There was a lot of things that were overlooked in editing. Like, I don't know if you read it or not, but Mm -hmm. at one point, and I went and looked up the scene as well, like on YouTube, but there's one scene where the waterfall waterfall is flowing up. I did not notice that. I don't know what they did, how they managed to do this, but there's one scene and it's on YouTube and it's very obviously going upwards instead of falling down okay it's fucked up man i don't know if they like reversed the video Mm. in editing i don't know what the hell they did but yeah it's happening um i said it's like a typical cheeseball 90s action horror movie but it's a fun movie to watch and considering what it is it still holds up for me like i would 100 watch this movie again yeah and enjoy it yeah so i think for me like i don't think this movie holds up 
from this perspective, like doing it like for the podcast critically, but mm-hmm. like I can see myself watching it again. So yeah. <clears throat> That's where my score from Letterbox came from. Just like yeah. rewatchability. I would definitely watch it. It's like it's like fucking deep blue sea. Like I haven't watched that movie forever. I'm sure it's terrible now. Probably doesn't hold up as well as as it did back then. Mm-hmm. But I mean it's a movie that I know that I would rewatch. Yeah. So yeah, four to ten, five out of ten. Similar to yours. All right. You guys know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. Critics, it. The critics consensus. Anaconda's pulpy pleasures are constricted by its own absurdity, but creature feature fans may enjoy its brazen silliness. So what do you think the critics scored it? Oh, with like uh, 46 40% on 53 ratings and an average score of 4.9 out of 10. And the audience score was a 24% on 250,000 ratings and an average score of 2.5 out of 5 or a 5 out of 10. All right. All right. I was surprised to see the audience score that much lower than the critic score for a movie Mm -hmm. like this. Yeah. But yeah. That's uh, what it is. Yeah. Uh, Letterbox is very similar to the audience. Uh, 2.3 out of 5. Um, mm-hmm. I give it a one and a half, and you give it a three out of five. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Jensen gave it a three out of five. Flash and Captain, three and a half out of five. Nathan from I Hope You Suffer, two and a half. Uh, Horror Friends like this movie for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, screaming cinema two and a half, and that's it. I swear I saw someone give it like a four or five. Oh, really? I could be wrong though. I also love the tagline for this movie oh. like stolen right from Alien. Yeah, when you, <laughs> when you can't breathe, you can't scream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, off the cuff reviews gave mm-hmm. it a four. Oh, okay. Uh, some other person, Steve Dixon, I don't know who that is, but he follows me. He gave it a four. And Bigfoot Anon gave it a four. So, yeah. I don't know. It's just one of those movies. Uh-huh. All right, you ready for the scare section? Yes, sir. Okay, what did you get for a scare rating? Scare rating, I gave it a three out of ten. Um, only because it'd be scary, like in that situation, like there would be no mm-hmm. way I'd go in the Amazon just swimming, especially when they're talking about that, like that blowfish or the catfish, whatever that can swim up your oh, urethra. Yeah. And that's a legit thing. I only saw it, it's only been happened once to someone, but yeah, yeah. Fuck it. uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, some of the kills were cool, not too much like gore, but. Mm-hmm. yeah three out of ten and scariest scene i'll go with when john boyd's character gets regurgitated uh yeah. just looked nasty and kind of like deteriorated a bit like yeah just kind of gross yeah and would i survive i mean i would never really go to the amazon especially knowing that there is that big of snakes there 
Um, but if I did go, there would be no way I'd survive. So, yeah. All right. What would you? Uh, my scare rating, I gave it a 2 out of 10. Okay. I said I gave Jaws a 3, so I couldn't give this any higher than that. Oh, um, there are some scary scenes, quote unquote, but there's minimal jump scares, barely any gore, basically because it's a PG-13 movie. Um, so it's pretty tame in that regard. Scary scene, I said the same as you. When Paul gets eaten and then regurgitated, it's not necessarily scary, but it is definitely nasty. Yeah. Uh, would I survive? I also basically gave the same answer. I said yes, <laughs> because boating down the Amazon River is pretty low on my bucket list. And furthermore, anacondas don't get to be this big. Like, they're obviously fucking huge snakes, but like average size is 20 feet. Mm -hmm. I feel like it would be a little bit easier to kill than the one that's in this movie. Yeah. Not saying I want to go fucking toe to toe with one, <laughs> but yeah. if I came prepared, mm -hmm. probably would be too hard to kill. Yeah. All right. That wraps up our movies that make you wet month. Yeah. Of April. Uh, one last question for you. Mm -hmm. I know we didn't do a face off, mm -hmm. but who do you got? I think the Anaconda. Okay. I think. I feel like it just has the advantage of being so much bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Bruce is smarter. Ah, uh, it it would be a very hard one to do. It's tough because, like, like if the anaconda gets advantage on Bruce, like wrapped around, like no chance for Bruce. Mm -hmm. But like one like bite from Bruce, like yeah, snake's bit in half. Probably. Yeah, yeah. So I think it it's totally situational. Like if mm -hmm. if the anaconda can somehow like sneak up on bruce because yeah. i think a shark would be faster than the snake too like yeah, they're both in the water yeah never know hmm. yeah but what about you like you kind of i think anaconda i think yeah but, i mean it's kind of tough hmm. i think just the the sheer fact that it has like <clears throat> i can't remember how 25 feet they said bruce was right yeah so this anaconda has 15 extra feet on them. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. It it's is. almost double the length of it. Like, yeah. Hmm. It'd be an interesting one. Yeah. All right, man. All right. What are we watching next week? Well, I, we're doing, a, we weren't going to do a theme. And then we kind of just both discussed what our first two picks of the month were going to be and we're just like are well, we baking that the theme let's do it man i'm okay i'm down sure. um so for the month of may uh i don't know what we called it something about like why haven't we done this yet yeah because we're almost 175 episodes in these my movie is a very popular horror movie. I know the one that you're going to pick is a very popular horror movie. Mm -hmm. And just the fact that we haven't done them yet is kind of blasphemous. So we'll just yeah. pick two more to, to cap off the month. But my pick for next week is Sinister. Dude, that was going to be one of mine too. Was it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dick. I was just thinking of movies that are like, I wanted to watch like a, an actual scary movie. 
yeah. it's been a while since we've done one. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it, so for me, it was either going to be between this and Insidious. Yeah, the, Insidious was like whenever we were talking today, whenever you said the movie that I, I'm going to, well, one of them that I want to pick for this month, mm-hmm. you're like, I almost picked that one. Like it's very similar. So uh, Amelia was like Insidious. Mm-hmm. But I like Sinister. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about it. All right. Well, that wraps her up. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Elm Street on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll find links to our T Public account where we have our merch. There's also links to our Patreon account if you wish to support the podcast that way. And there's links to our individual letterboxed accounts, our Discord server, and anywhere that you can listen to us. Sure. We need to stop promoting the Discord channel. <laughs> because we never use it no. just kind of there yeah i mean i use discord but yeah. just do not use our server <laughs> I know. gathering some dust yeah most definitely but yeah i had fun watching this movie talking about this movie yeah me too i will definitely watch it again yeah all right guys well talk to you next week see you later see you.